We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden's State of the Union speech tonight. We have the story. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Even though a cold front moved through last night, it looks like temperatures will still be running above normal for the rest of the week. Our full forecast on the way in just a few minutes. President Biden delivers the annual State of the Union address tonight. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says there will be no question tonight's State of the Union is a Joe Biden speech. This is a president that's incredibly optimistic and he talks about the possibilities. He talks about uh, not betting against the American people. The president worked on the speech over the weekend at Camp David. His message is expected to focus on legislative achievements over the past two years and building on what the administration sees is economic progress. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders will deliver the official Republican response. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The Biden administration responds to a mix of reactions over its response to the Chinese surveillance balloon. The White House says waiting to shoot down the suspected Chinese spy balloon over the Atlantic was the safest option and allowed defense officials to collect valuable intelligence. Giving us a better chance to get information from the Chinese surveillance balloon payload. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. U.S. government officials tell Fox News debris from the balloon shot down off the Carolina coast will be analyzed at an FBI processing lab in Quantico, Virginia. China claiming ownership of a second balloon spotted over Latin America but alleges both are climate research airships that strayed off course. The Pentagon says the balloon is part of a broader spying program from Beijing. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Fire damaged a church in southwest Wichita Monday morning at the New Hope New Start Ministries in the 2000 block of West Jewel. Battalion Fire Chief Matt Bowen says fire crews quickly went to work knocking down the blaze. There's immediately forced entry, um, stretched hose lines in, and some simultaneously uh, a primary search was conducted for the entire church. No injuries and investigators don't believe there was any type of a break-in before the fire. Damage estimated at around $75,000. A Wichita man sentenced for sexually abusing two young girls. 63-year-old Anthony Rea was sentenced to two life terms. Rea pleaded guilty in December to two counts of aggravated indecent liberties with a child. He admitted his contact with two girls under the age of 10 back in August of 2021. He'll be eligible for parole after 25 years. World leaders have pledged to do what they can in the aftermath of the devastating earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. Thousands of people are dead. 
Search and rescue teams from around the world are joining the effort to find survivors. It's help that's badly needed. It's a very difficult task for us. We need the international community to do something. North Syria now, it's a disaster area. That's Ismail al-Abdullah, a volunteer with the Syrian opposition emergency group, the White Helmets. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan says this is the worst disaster to hit his country for 84 years. The United States, Israel, the European Union, even war-torn Ukraine have made offers of assistance. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Integra Technologies is looking at spending $1.8 billion to build a huge microchip-making factory in Wichita. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the plant will create at least 2,000 jobs. This thing started out as just really kind of more of a dream or a pipe dream, uh, then became a goal, and now it's a reality. It's We're talking, you mentioned 2,000 good-paying uh, tech jobs. Those are $51,000 uh, for folks with, with high school diplomas. Whipple commented during Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show here on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Men's basketball action tonight in Manhattan. It's a top 20 matchup. All purple in the building. We'll talk about that one in coming up in sports. The police chief and the sheriff have a wager on the big game. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 8.07 now, 7 minutes past 8 o'clock. Wichita Police Chief Joseph Sullivan, a Philadelphia native, has issued a friendly challenge to Sedgwick County Sheriff Jeff Easter for the big game Sunday. According to Chief Sullivan, if the Eagles win the game, he wants to see the sheriff stand on the corner of Central and Main with a sign that reads, Fly, Eagles, Fly. Sheriff Easter has accepted the challenge with confidence that the Eagles will not be victorious, saying that Sullivan will instead be required to stand on the same corner and hold a sign that says Chief's Kingdom. Construction on a border wall between Texas and Mexico resumes. The work getting back underway after months of negotiations with private property owners. Governor Greg Abbott posting a video of the wall being constructed on Sunday. A state commission okayed on $167 million contract to build the nearly seven-mile wall in the Del Rio area. Governor Abbott has criticized the White House's handling of the border, which has seen record numbers of illegal crossings since the president took office. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Some Michigan school children got more than they bargained for when they tasted some cookies. We tell our kids to look both ways before crossing the street, and we warn them to not talk to strangers. But now a new warning. Don't eat your classmates' cookies. Students at the Carter Middle School in Warren, Michigan, falling ill after eating cookies and gummies their schoolmates gave them, the treats containing THC. The school superintendent says four students were identified as having handed them out, pledging that all will suffer severe discipline consequences. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8.09, nine minutes past 8 o'clock. On traffic this morning, uh, well, right now, things actually looking fairly good. Uh, looks like the worst traffic uh, uh, slowdown and backup I'm seeing right now is uh, the northbound I-135 ramp to eastbound K-96. Earlier, we had a, a traffic accident uh, uh, on K96 eastbound there, and that's still backing things up uh, all the way back onto I-135. So watch out for slow traffic there. 
Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're seeing some cloud cover drift across south central and southeast Kansas this morning, becoming partly sunny and a bit cooler today with a high 51. We will be cloudy overnight, low 29, and as an area of low pressure swings by early tomorrow, we could see some light snow in the morning mixed with rain during the afternoon, our high 46. I'm KNSS Meteorologist and Holiday. Now a few clouds, 32 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. The Monarch, open for lunch at 11 a.m. Monday through Sunday at 579 West Douglas in Delano. The Monarch, 810 Stephen Taylor in the morning, yesterday's high, Wichita. 67 degrees. It was nice yesterday. A <laughs> little breezy, but it was nice. It was pretty good. Normal high for the date, 47. And yesterday's high, as we said, 67. Hmm. How about that? A uh, Wichita police asking for help in locating a, a missing boy, 14-year-old Elijah Wolf, last seen in the 2400 block of East Wassel Monday afternoon. He's uh, described as black, 5 foot, 5 inches tall, 150 pounds. Brown hair, brown eyes. Photo of Elijah can be found in the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. And if you have any information or anything about his whereabouts, uh, you're asked to call 911 uh, for if you see anything that has to do with Elijah Wolf. In a video that's gone viral, a woman can be seen sleeping behind the wheel of her Tesla as it speeds along a California freeway. Mm -hmm. Now, the clip, which was recorded last week, shows the woman sitting in the driver's seat, slouched to one side, clearly sawing logs. The woman shooting the video can be heard saying, you're not going to believe this. She is out, sleeping, completely knocked out. The unidentified camera woman says she followed the sleeping driver for 15 minutes, honking her horn in an effort to wake her up. When that didn't work, she called the police, she says. It... It's unclear whether the driver was sighted or even located. But, uh, you know, they got these new driverless cars. Mm-hmm. And that woman took advantage of it and had herself a, a nice nap there. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds dangerous to me. 8-12 now. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And, of course, if, you, if you're a listener to KNSS, you know that we are here every morning, yep. Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. just like clockwork. Mm-hmm. But what happens if we go to a four-day week? Oh, my. Fox News Radio's Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Manasso is with us here this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to be with you. I think we'll have to hire one or three more guys to work that Friday. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> no. No. No way. Uh, so if this thing ever takes off, this four-day work week thing takes off, um, we're going to be watching from afar uh, and, <laughs> and uh, in this business. <laughs> this is uh, kind of like looking out the window when it's raining and just going, oh, man, I uh, look, this may work for some, but it's not going to work for all. Uh, this this notion of a four day work week, but it, 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 uh, some employment agencies across the country and other advocacy groups are really pushing hard for it, and they think that it's going to become popular in the coming years, and that companies need to start planning for it now. Uh, there's a bill being proposed in the Maryland legislature to reduce the work week to 32 hours a week, four days, eight hour days. Uh, it's being proposed by a Democratic state delegate by the name of Von Stewart, who says that employees suffer from burnout and stress and working too much. 
Uh, and he's basing his bill off of research by Four Day a Week Global, this advocacy group that claims companies with four day work weeks, they've got higher profits and production and better recruitment and retention. But we've seen this before, guys. Uh, uh, bills in California, even the U.S. House, the lower work weeks have uh, been introduced in the past. They've failed. I, I just I recall doing a story uh, years ago about uh, somebody who was making predictions of the future and about, you know, flying cars and all that. Uh, but uh, they predicted a four, four-day work week. That was in 1970-something. <laughs> it's, just yeah. all, it's something that people think about. But I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not sure how, how serious we can get about this. Well, and, and, you know, the question is, is why does the government need to be involved? So oh, yeah. if, yeah. if, if passed, the state of Maryland would subsidize employers who want to make the change via state tax credits. And we've heard from Republicans who say, yeah, four-day work week, count me in. But, you know, the government taxpayers need to stay out of this one. Oh, uh, wow. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, you've got, you've got the critics who also say that, you know, not every business is going to be able to cut its work time while maintaining the same levels of salary. It's just not going to happen. And so it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. But, I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't love a four-day work week or at least a three-day weekend every week? It would be great. Well, here in broadcasting, you know, that sound, it would be very, very uh, popular if you could get uh, people working 10 hours a day for four days. But we, we work 10 hours a day five days. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and some people, some people in this country are, are – are, are, you know, they're, they're saying, I would love just to have a five-day work week, You're working six, seven days. So, um, you know, every job is different. Everybody's different. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, and, you, yeah and, and, you know, if Jeff, whenever you get, get into government involvement, it's one size fits all. And right. uh, they <laughs> subsidizing people, for, uh, that didn't sound good at all. Okay. Hey, Jeff, uh, thanks for being with us, and uh, I hope you have a good Friday off this week. <laughs> Me too. You bet. Thanks. <laughs> Fox News Radio Jeff and also this morning. How about that, Ted? If, you know, I guess we could go to four day weeks, but it would just make a bigger load for three guys, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure the company would reduce my pay by twenty yes, percent. Sure, four day week. <laughs> We're only gonna pay eighty percent of what you're. Yeah, you know. I remember when I started out in radio years ago. Uh, I was working for an FM station. We had an AM too, but. Uh, a small AM. We got. We were going to get a new AM station to go with our FM. And uh, my boss, Bob Freeman, who was always one of my favorite guys in the world, always had this great personality. He was always sunny, always happy about something, and always positive. And he said, "Mac, I got some great news." He says, uh, "We're going to let you do news on both stations, and we're going to cut your salary in half." <laughs> I said, "No, Bob, <laughs> that's that's, not, that's a bad." He says, "It's so much fun for you. We're it's just a gonna, bad <laughs> learning curve, right there." He never was good at math, though. That's not for sure. All right, eight sixteen. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and we're on uh, week uh, day two of our five day week. Ted Woodward <laughs> and sports this morning. Big basketball game last night, right, Ted? Yeah, big Monday. ESPN Big Monday up in Lawrence. Two top ten teams, eighth-ranked Kansas, number five Texas going at it. And Texas atop the Big 12 Conference. KU, though, boy, you get KU on home court on ESPN Big Monday, it's almost over before it even begins. And the Jayhawks, once again, took, took note of that script, and it played out.
You heard the game last night live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In the lane, shoots, missed it, rebound Wilson, and the win goes to Kansas. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win on a must-win Big Monday. KU delivers. Exactly. A must-win is right. It wasn't phrased that way by Bill Self, but I think we all knew it. He knew it. The guys knew it. They took care of business, set the tone early, even though Texas came back and tied it up in the second half. It was the other guys. It was Joe Yesifu. It was Dewan Harris. It was Grady Dick. You have the freshman Grady Dick from Wichita led the way with 21 points. Kansas wins it 88-80 was the final score. Jayhawks are now 19-5 on the season. And KU is all over the place, hitting the glass. 14 offensive rebounds, and the defense forced 15 Texas turnovers. And... When Coach Self is at the helm for KU on a home game on ESPN Big Monday, they don't lose. Bill Self is 36-0 and as KU head coach on home games on ESPN Big Monday. And KU's won 40 home games in a row on ESPN Big Monday. Here's head coach Bill Self. We did a good job from the line for the most part. We rebounded the ball. Not great, but above average. We took care of the ball. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, we shot a decent percentage. We just didn't, we didn't, you know, they took the three ball away and forced us to drive, and fortunately we were able to do so. All right, tighten things up in the Big 12 now. Texas is still in first place, but now Kansas is only one game back in third place. A lot of things to talk about tonight on the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head coach Self, and that'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH. Men's basketball action in Manhattan tonight. It's 11th-ranked Kansas State hosting 17th-ranked TCU. These teams met three and a half weeks ago in Fort Worth, and K-State got, got pounded. Their biggest loss of the year, lost by 14. Tonight is the rematch in Manhattan. TCU has won three straight games in Manhattan. Both these teams are a game and a half back in the Big 12 standings. K-State uh, fan duel has the Wildcats as a four-and-a-half-point favorite on home court tonight. K-State TCU, that'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight, nationally televised on ESPNU. Hockey action tonight. The Wichita Thunder is in second place in the division. The Thunder is on the road at Kansas City, taking on the Mavericks this evening. The Thunder going for its third win in a row. The Super Bowl is just five days away. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. We don't even need to play the game, do we? EA Sports releasing their annual Super Bowl prediction using the current rosters in a simulation of the Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles in their Madden NFL 23. They predict the Philadelphia Eagles are the Super Bowl champs. The stars of the simulated game, Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes with 29 passes for 249 yards and one touchdown. And Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown catching eight passes for 118 yards, also for a TD. When predicting the big game, it has been correct 70% of the time since they started at Super Bowl 38, but has been 2-5 and five in the last seven Super Bowls. Eamon Dignam, Fox News. Okay, I'll go on record. I'm predicting three touchdowns. Well, passes. there you go. From, from, from Patrick Mahomes. You need to get on FanDuel and get on that. And if he does that, then two of them will be with Kelsey. Oh, you, you need to get on FanDuel and do that. Oh, I'm so Look good. at you. So You're good all at this. over it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know the simulation is fine, but I think we'd better play the game. Oh, exactly. Let's play the game on Sunday. Probably ought to, yeah. No. And, of course, you can hear that game live on Sunday, the Super Bowl, Chiefs and the Eagles. We'll have the Chiefs pregame and postgame shows from the Chiefs Radio Network with Mitch Holtus, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll have national coverage of the game in between, pregame and postgame. There you go. That's five days out. The Super Bowl Sunday will be right here on KNSS. 
And a happy birthday today to a friend of the show, the head boys basketball coach at Campus High School, Chris Davis, hey, celebrating a birthday today. Longtime sports presence here in the city of Wichita in many different areas. Happy birthday to Coach Davis over there at Campus High School and a good friend of the show. Yeah. That's sports with Stephen Ted. Hey, I can just I got share this. It's on Facebook, okay? Just spotted this. Chinese spy, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, balloon, now over Kansas. Casey's, Casey's. Dollar General, Casey's, Wheatfield, QT, Casey's, Dollar General. That's, pretty, That's about it. Pretty good stuff. 821, Steve and Ted, keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. The balloon's long flight over the U.S. That's coming up, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Stephen Tad of the morning. KNSS 8.30 here on a Tuesday and 32 degrees. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will look at funding 40 new positions on the fire department. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News boosting the pay has helped Fire Chief Tammy Snow in attracting new firefighters. Our recruiting numbers, according to Chief Snow, has gone from a few dozen to over 400 interested applicants at this point. Uh, so what she wants to do is really just get folks uh, uh, through the academy, through training, and uh, you know get, get the people uh, uh in positions to, to be helping our community as fast as possible. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. A domestic call in a town near uh, Pittsburgh leads to an officer's death in the line of duty. Please keep the family in your prayers. McKeesport, Pennsylvania, Mayor Michael Cherepko urged support for the fallen officer who responded to a domestic call with a partner. Both were fired upon. One died, the other seriously wounded. The suspect is also hospitalized after being shot by a third officer later. Allegheny County Police Superintendent Christopher Kearns. The suspect is known to the McKeesport Police. They have dealt with him on past occasions. Police are working with the DA's office in Allegheny County to file the appropriate charges. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. A Kansas man has been arrested, accused of shooting at police officers. Clay Center Police say officers responded to a report of a man shooting out his front door Saturday morning. When the officers arrived, the man began shooting at them. Following a standoff that lasted less than an hour, Larry Ernsting was arrested on suspicion of attempted second-degree murder. His bond set at $100,000. A former police officer in Alabama will spend the rest of her life behind bars for murdering a love rival. It's life in prison without parole for Alfreda Fluker. Fluker was a 15-year veteran of the Birmingham Police Department when she shot and killed Kenesha Fuller after finding Fuller and Mario White in an unmarked police vehicle in 2020. White was Fluker's police partner and longtime boyfriend. Prosecutors say Fluker was cold, calculated, and exact when she found White and Fuller and emptied her service weapon into the SUV. Defense lawyers argued Fluker was overcome with anger when she caught them getting intimate and didn't intend to hurt anyone. Fluker was found guilty in November. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A new survey from the CDC sheds some light on how Americans feel about tobacco products. 
The survey, published in the journal Preventing Chronic Disease, asked people if they would support a ban on menthol cigarettes and the sale of all tobacco products. 62% of people said they supported a ban on menthol cigarettes and 57% were in favor of stopping the sale of tobacco products overall. More women were in favor of getting rid of the cigarettes and tobacco than men were, according to the survey. The CDC has warned for years smoking and using tobacco products can increase your risk for diabetes, lung disease, cancer, and more chronic illnesses. Ted Lindner, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A north wind has increased a bit behind a cold front that moved through last night. We'll see temperatures trending a little further down today, but still pretty nice for this time in early February. Partly sunny by this afternoon with a high 51. Cloudy and 29 overnight and a chance of rain increasing tomorrow with a high 46. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy, 32 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. 834, Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is that time of the day. Time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? Uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, taking control of Disney's private district, where the company basically functions like a government. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will rename Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District to the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. The governor's deputy press secretary releasing a statement to the Daily Mail, quote, Florida is dissolving the corporate kingdom and beginning a new era of accountability and transparency. DeSantis will also appoint five new board members to run the district, which Disney had controlled since 1967 and is home to, of course, the iconic Disney World theme park in Orlando. That's Fox's Todd Pyro with that report. More people were watching the Grammys on Sunday night. The Grammys went up. The show delivered 12.4 million viewers across the CBS broadcast and digital platforms, according to the Nielsen Fast Nationals. The viewership is a much-needed boost for the Recording Academy, which saw a drop in the last several years. Last year, it had just 8.93 million viewers. However, the show still paled in comparison to the eyeballs it grabbed pre-pandemic. The 2019 event had 19.9 million viewers, and the year after, 18.7. Beyonce made History Sunday, becoming the most awarded artist with 32 trophies. Lizzo, Harry Styles, and Willie Nelson also picked up awards. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox Celebrity Profile with writer-director M. Night Shyamalan, whose apocalyptic thriller Knock at the Cabin is in theaters. The last time we spoke was for Serpent, so I wanted to ask you about big concepts in contained spaces. Yeah, I, I guess you can see from Servant and Knock at the Cabin, I'm really drawn to these kind of giant ideas, but only staying in one location when talking about it. I think that the discipline of the language of telling big stories appeals to me because I think when you're, when you're handing over to the audience kind of a, a set of, of language, a, a keys to a new language, you have to be really consistent. So I saw you said you've never worked so hard on a film and I had to know what it is. I, I know the storyboarding process was extraordinarily difficult. You know, for whatever reason, finding the visual language and whatever I was, I wouldn't accept an okay version of the scene. I kept on pushing for something cinematic. You know, I'm, I'm proud of what we've come up with, but it was it was painful. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News.
One movie theater company is doing a change in ticketing prices. Your next visit to the movies will cost you a bit more if you want better seats. AMC Theater Chains is rolling out Sightline at AMC, a ticket pricing initiative based on seat location within the auditorium. This is similar to what you would find at concerts and sporting events. Moviegoers will have the option to pay more or less for admission depending on where they choose to sit in the venue. The initiative kicks off Friday at select AMC locations. The seating price tickets go into effect after four in the afternoon and follows other entertainment venues in setting its ticket pricing strategy to sight lines for seating selections. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Here we are on the 7th of February. It's February 7th and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is National Send a Card to a Friend Day. Not proven, but most likely spread by Hallmark. This day we send a card or e-card to a friend we haven't connected with in a while. Also on this date, in 1964, a British rock group called The Beatles arrived at Kennedy Airport in New York City, marking the official arrival of Beatlemania as they embarked on their first U.S. tour. And WNBA legend Lisa Leslie nearly single-handedly beat a team during her high school playing days in 1990 when she scored 101 points in the first half of a game. Born on this day. Country music artist Garth Brooks in 1962. NBA Hall of Fame guard Steve Nash, born in 1974. Actor Ashton Kutcher, born in 1978. I'm CJ Papa. That's your Fox Daily Snapshot. Happy birthday, Garth Brooks. Yeah. Remember when he came to Wichita and he played, what, was it six? At least six sold-out shows in a row. Yeah, he was And huge. he could have sold out probably another six. Probably he could have so. stayed here for weeks. Yep. Yeah. Not ever had a Never non-sellout. Yeah. I know. Happy birthday to Garth Brooks down there in Oklahoma. A couple of movie anniversaries on this day. 20 years ago, it came out in Wichita movie theaters, the live version of Pinocchio starring Roberto Benigni. And that version got panned. <laughs> it did not receive good critical nor fan acclaim. Roberto Benigni's live version of Pinocchio. That came out 20 years ago today. 50 years ago on this day, it came out in Wichita Movie Theaters, Last Tango in Paris, the erotic drama directed by Bernardo Bertolucci and starring Marlon Brando. I'm not sure that had a plot. It did not have a plot. Mm. Well, the plot was the guy was the guy was a widowed American, and he just basically <laughs> does it with this gal from young, Paris. Young French yeah, lady. Yeah. That, that he insists that they not even reveal their names to each other. The whole thing is supposed to be anonymous. So that's the whole movie. It's basically yeah. those two walking around, and once in a while they just go down on the floor and get yeah, to it. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty much it. it. That's it. Yeah. Well, it was the one of the was the seventh highest grossing film of 1973. <laughs> rated X. Rated X in the USA, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was pornography. Many local, many governments around the world and countries uh, banned the movie, or at least severely curtailed it. Last Tank, and, and that was, I think that was the next movie that Marlon made after The Godfather. I mean, he was like on top of the world. And then he does this weird, sexual, erotic Italian movie, Last Tango in Paris. Hey, Marlon Brando was a weird guy. Uh, well, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's point well that's, taken. That's my... Take Last you. Tango in Paris. That came out 50 years ago on this day in Wichita movie theaters. All right, uh, let's hit the late night crew. Some good funny stuff. Late night with Seth Meyers on NBC. Authorities in Canada are searching for two suspects who were seen driving a stolen car through a shopping mall. Whoa! If it was the 90s, they could have killed someone. 
<laughs> uh, well, uh, okay. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. Last night was the 65th annual Grammy Awards. And I... I love the Grammys. Uh, where else can you see Beyonce and Taylor Swift together? You know? Ticket Ticketmaster's like, we can't even make one of those things happen. <laughs> And here's another one from Jimmy Fallon. This one uh, made me laugh. Over the weekend, U.S. military fighter jets shot down a Chinese spy balloon over the Atlantic Ocean. And this is fun. Instead of a medal, the pilot who popped the balloon got to pick any stuffed animal on the top shelf. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I know you've been waiting for it, Steve. Last night on ABC, the latest edition of The Bachelor. The silly... The drama. The drama. And the goodbyes. Well, we'll start out with the silly. Okay. In which uh, there was a Bachelor Bowl football game, and Gabby, Gabby could not troll her bladder. Mm. Guys, I literally just pooed on him. We're just getting this report in now, Hannah. Yes. It appears as though somebody has actually peed their pants. Gabby. You're kidding me. Guys, I peed my pants a little bit. It's okay. We won't tell anyone. (laughs) Bachelor Bowl first, Hannah. And hopefully a last. Yeah. Usually the Bachelorette has to wait till she's about 80 years old to do that. Well, Gabby. Gabby's. Gabby fulfilled that last she night did. on How The about Bachelor. That? Yeah. Exciting. Huh? Okay. Well, that's silly. That's, that's all lighthearted. But boy, when it comes right down to it, you got to send some of those ladies home. There's about, what, like 20 of them yeah. at least. <laughs> He's trying to date them all. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the end came between Zach and Bailey. We could get there, but it, I know that there are so many other, like, incredible people here, and, like... At this point, I, I have to get with the, the connections that I do feel more confident mm-hmm. about it. And you are incredible, but I just... I'm sorry, and I, I think yeah. it's, like... It's tough, though, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sorry, I... I got a little tear going on that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like. Okay. Like. <laughs> so maybe, uh, you know, maybe Bailey wasn't for Zach. They were. They both seemed to realize re- that. Yeah, I don't recall ever being speaking like that sincerely to a woman in my life. Uh, nor I. No. But yet they do it on national <laughs> oh, TV once a week. And, okay. And of course, okay. So we've had the <laughs> the silly. We've had the goodbye. And, and of course, we can't get through an episode without drama. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. In which Zach confronted Christina. About all the drama, because I can't have, I can't. You can't like, have, have any drama, I know. Because I don't, like, I have the shortest time, like, like time. It's silly. For this. It's we so have silly. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't care. This would be a mistake. It would be a mistake to believe this, and I'm like, I fullheartedly mean that. Like, it would be a real bummer. I'm sorry, Ted. What? Well, <sighs> it would be a real bummer. That's a. <clears throat> I feel kind of. Bad about You're that. getting all uh, emotional choking, over there. Choking up a little bit. <laughs> you <Yeah>. are. <laughs> I nearly peed my pants. I know. <laughs> You've gone through the whole gamut of emotions oh, over there my. in the last 90 seconds. Oh, The Bachelor. Oh, my. Oh. There you are. Latest edition of The Bachelor. Steve McIntosh looks forward to every Tuesday morning on Entertainment News in the Blur right here with Stephen Ted. 843, Stephen Ted. Make it 844. Here's Stephen Ted. Coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update. The traffic and weather on the way. Stephen Ted of the morning on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS. Three big things. Basketball in a battle of two top ten teams. Kansas 88, Texas 80. A Wichita man receives two life sentences for sexually abusing two young girls. He will be eligible for parole in 25 years. President Biden's second State of the Union speech tonight. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. This morning, right now, things in traffic actually looking pretty good on the highways right now as the traffic volumes die down a little bit out there. Uh, so just something to keep in mind uh, this morning. Uh, we do have uh, we do have the gasoline prices coming down a little bit here in Wichita. Uh, 309 a gallon yesterday. I'm seeing a lot of places at 304 a gallon today. So gasoline prices on a downward trend. Let's see how... Long that last traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly sunny today with a high of 51 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 27. Wednesday, 40% chance for rain and snow. Tomorrow's high, 46 degrees. Now, a few clouds, 32 degrees. We have a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning, all three stock indices closing down yesterday on Wall Street. And this morning, the trend seems to be continuing. The S&P's off 10 points. The Dow down about 142 points. Oh, the Nasdaq's going up. Nasdaq's up by about five points. Boeing says it plans to cut about 2,000 jobs from the aerospace company's finance and human resources departments in 2023. Company statement says the jobs will be reduced through a combination of attrition and layoffs this year. The Seattle Times reports the company, which has been one of Washington State's largest private employers, plans to outsource about a third of the eliminated positions to India. Let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Coke Industries is leveraging AI to help automate portions of the Wichita-based conglomerate's in-house legal services. Coke has teamed with Luminance. That's an artificial intelligence company founded at the University of Cambridge eight years ago in an expansion of past partnerships 
that has utilized the technology at other divisions of the nation's second largest privately held business. The Luminance platform will enable Coke Legal to generate compliant contracts with pre-approved wording. And it will also give employees access to workflow tools, helping them more efficiently communicate with the legal department. Luminance says its customer base of more than 500 organizations in 60 countries. And a service today will celebrate the life of Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy, who died January 22nd of complications from ALS, which was diagnosed in the fall of 2019. Bill was 61 years old. Today's service begins at 2 p.m. at Central Community Church, 6100 West Maple in West Wichita. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. And uh, we'll be there this afternoon to honor a friend. People don't use the word funeral much anymore, but service is a celebration of life. I think I I like that term because this guy, (laughs) Bill Roy, had a terrific life. He was one heck of a guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the talent that he had was uh, ran across the radio. He did some TV. He did, uh, his Prince. podcasts at the end were excellent. Yep, those were uh, great. And then so many years with uh, the Wichita Business Journal. As far as I'm concerned, he uh, he built their presence in this town mm-hmm. over, what, 15, 16 years, whatever it was, because everything he was doing there was promoting that business journal and excellence and whatever. They had all these uh, best of uh, promotions were going on, and uh, and Bill was a – he was a force. He was out there, and, that, uh, and he was—he was just an excellent journalism all the way, a journalist all the way around. He could do anything. He also, though, had that great sense of humor. He just had a pinpoint sense of humor. Great friend. Yeah, he grew up in uh, in the Overland Park area mm-hmm. of Kansas City, and we teased him constantly, have having gone to the Pembroke Academy. And living uh, uh, as a young man with a chauffeur, and of course he wasn't like no, that. No, that's all fake news. That's always fake. We, we <laughs> trumped that up on him. His mom actually had a, she was a cosmetologist. Yes. He was a hairdresser. And uh, his first job, I can remember, I can remember so much about Bill. I remember he, he said his first job was shining shoes. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he said he shined shoes for, for his first job. And then, of course, he got uh, his older brother, uh, was in radio for a time, and, and they were driving someplace one day, and... and he heard his brother, who was driving, on the radio. And he said, hey, how can you hey, do that? He was, just a, he was a kid. He said, Daddy, can you do that? It's called tape, buddy. But he, that, that hooked him. He wanted to get into mm-hmm. radio. And uh, growing up in Kansas City with a great uh, – they had some great uh, personalities up there at WHB, KCMO, and, and uh, he, he knew them all. Of course, he was, he was a huge Royals fan, grew up with the Royals. So the, came down here and uh, got into – the broadcasting in Western Kansas and wound up at in Wichita, and we all got to know him and and have a lot of fun with him. You were on stage with him so many times at at the Gridiron. Yeah, show. he did the Gridiron Talk show every year. Yeah. At, and he was the MC for yeah. many many years of the annual Gridiron show. And Bill's the one that kind of asked me to get involved with Gridiron. So yeah. I, I'll always be indebted to him for that. Every now and then, of course, we had him on the air twice every morning here mm-hmm. on KNSS for many for many years. years. And look forward to those two. Segments every day because you never knew what was going to happen. Something good, something funny, something worthwhile. And he was just terrific that way. Yeah, you mentioned he was a Royals fan. He would sometimes grace us and imitate announcer Fred White calling the Royals game. Yeah. And, of course, (laughs) Bill went to K-State, and he was a massive Kansas State Wildcat He was a Wildcat. He was a Wildcat. One of my favorite deals when he did – when Ross Perot was popular, when he was was well-known and running for president – on Gridiron, Bill came out and did a Ross Perot imitation, and he found found some giant, giant uh, rubber ears 
that's fitted. And these things, he made his head look tiny. And he started talking like Ross Perot, and, and it was dang funny. And I I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, I mean, I for a week I think I laughed, mm-hmm. and every time I saw him, I said, "Hey, do some Ross Perot." <laughs> but uh, just a terrific guy, and it's been. We're going to celebrate his life today, and we celebrate every day because uh, he's had a great impact on you, I know, and me personally and professionally. Yeah, and, and just yeah. so sad that we lost a friend way too early. Yep. And the services again two o'clock this afternoon at uh, Central Community Church. All right. Uh, well, that's all for, for our show today, I guess. Uh, we've got Glenn Beck coming up here on KNSS, and they're going to be talking about, uh, you know, about the Chinese balloon and some other things and uh, that story. Top of the hour this morning at our 9 o'clock news, President Biden's second State of the Union speeches tonight. We'll have some coverage of that and other news at 9 o'clock this morning here on KNSS. Hey, and if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day with Steve and Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita, 32 degrees. I'm attorney Gary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.